there, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amber. We're identical twin sisters from Southern California. While we may look exactly alike, sometimes we think that's all we have in common. We invite you to grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and hang out with us for a little bit. This is Hashtag Twin Life Podcast. What's up, twin? Hello. How are you? I'm good. Good. We have a special guest with us today. We have... Our mother. Yes, our mother. Say our hi, mom. with us. Hey, guys. Hello. Yay. Hello. It took us hours and hours. Hours and forever. Yes, to get this organized because we have, like, at least two different applications All running. Everything yeah. happened. Yes. yes. And Mother is in Arkansas, and we're obviously here in San Diego, so... It's been yeah. a process getting it all to work and sound to work, but yeah, you think we got it. Yes, finally. Thank yeah. the Lord. Thank the Lord. Uh, so we normally kind of catch up on our week, basically, on like what's been going on. Um, and so I guess, okay, wait, I guess I should tell you like, yes, this is our mother. Her name is Sylvia Manning, and she has yeah. been our mother our whole lives. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I love it. I love how you guys, like when you're talking about me on the podcast, which I listen to every time it comes on that you guys like Amber will be talking and she'll go, my mom did this. And then as she'll talk and she'll say, my mom did that. I just think that's so funny. Yeah. You guys never say like mom did this or mom did. <laughs> I heard, I've heard other twin podcasts and you, you told me that before and I was listening to another twin podcast and they say our mom all the time. And I was kind of like, okay, I guess that's weird that we say my mom. I guess, but. No, it's not weird. It's, it's not weird. It's just, it's just kind of you guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not like weirded out by it. I, I just think it's so kind of adorable, but it's also, yeah. you guys, I know I'm jumping like ahead, but you guys did something on, what was the podcast where you had the music? Was that last week? Yeah. Yeah. That was last week. And so when you went to like sing a little bit of like a Taylor Swift song or like a Shakira, you guys literally started at the exact same, <laughs> <laughs> same the exact same amount of measures. I was like. It's like we knew we knew exactly which part of the song. But the Shakira song is like that's like the most popular I think point in the song is that. Yeah. No, you don't think so. I mean, I sing it for for Derek, and he had no idea. He was like, "Babe, I don't know that song." And I was like, "Are you serious?" I mean, I played some like there was Shakira. Yeah, Yeah. the Shakira one. Oh, I know it's really popular song. It is. I bet Blake loves Shakira. I bet he knows the song. He freaking loves Shakira. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, but I guess we should introduce a little bit about Mother, and so people know who she is and what she does. And or you can introduce yourself. How about you that? Know. <laughs> you don't know what to introduce yourself. That I okay, mean, you like a bite, a two-second bite about who you are. Okay, um, I mean, you know, I am uh, an actress and a writer and producer. Lately, I've been focused a lot more on writing and producing um, for television, film, that kind of thing. And, um, I mean, I'm a singer and songwriter and kind of been just doing that gig for your whole life. And then way before you were a thing, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a weird thing to say, but like, you know, since I was a kid. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. And, um, I've, um, you know, that's, that's been my focus and my energy and my passion, you know, pretty much my whole life. I mean, I, I sort of veered into the world of makeup been being a makeup artist for a long time and I really love that and I am kind of passionate about that when I'm doing it but my real heart and the thing that sort of makes me sit in front of my computer and just type for 14 hours without going to the bathroom or getting anything to eat is when I'm writing or producing or something or when I'm on a set so yeah that's that's me yep 
Perfect. Mother is an artist by definition, basically. Yes. Things. Mom draws too, which she did. She left out, but she draws. Oh, and she went that. to performing arts high school, uh, performing arts high school, and danced and, and did a lot of things. So she played viola. Yeah, I played. Yeah, viola. Yeah, yeah. pretty much well, anything. Did that you guys go to IMDb and like read my bio again? No, no we lived we, it. We, we don't have to read that. that. We understand. <laughs> you know who you are. You do. You do. You know who I am. But yeah, all that. All that's true, and it's it's weird because lately, as I've sort of been morphing more into the production side, which I really, really dig, by the way, and I think it's weird because I didn't really think about myself as a producer because people don't really know what producers do anyway. Like, yeah. especially when I tell like, what does a producer do? Sometimes a producer is the one that's talking someone off the ledge, right? Like keeping it from sort of blowing up, or the producer brings the money or brings the whatever. It's just there's a lot, but. I really like that because I sort of like the whole idea of um, of putting the pieces together, you know, and yeah, seeing yeah. kind of and if and and I'm I, I can't swear on this part. Okay, so but I, when I have a poop storm, um, I I like the poop storm because I the way I'm wired and you guys know this, somebody can hand me a pile of poop and I'm sure there's a diamond in there. Yeah. So I'm gonna like dig around. In, until I find a diamond. And so that makes me, I think, valuable to my team and to the people that work with me because um, no matter what happens, no matter what comes to us, and as a producer, so many crazy things happen, you just have to kind of keep looking at kind of the end, you know, where you're going so that all the stuff on the way is just a part of the journey and it doesn't sort of throw you off track. But I yeah, all yeah. have to say that I really didn't know how much I enjoyed the whole idea of producing until I started really doing it a lot. But I should have. Because I raised the four of you, you know, yeah, yeah, single a lot of that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. How did, how was like, so we have, we have two other siblings. If you guys don't know, we have two other siblings, Yeah. Uh, um, Christian and Isaiah, which they have, we we talked a little bit about them um, on, um, Uh, yeah, on Tea with with Twins, yeah, Victoria. Oh, you did. Oh, you did. Yeah, we did a little bit. Yeah. They asked their, their topic when we were on there was about, um, was about being, twin, being a twin with other siblings as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, and right, if you're right. going to, so you guys will be listening to this on Wednesday. Um, our episode for them actually went out, uh, goes out on Monday, which we're recording on Sunday. So tomorrow, but it is already out when you're listening to this. So you guys can go ahead and check that out. Um, the T with twins super podcast. Excited. Super Yay. excited. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a really good one. They, their podcast is a little bit different than us. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause they talk more about, uh, they talk like about twin, like they focus more on the the fact that we're twins. Um, yeah. Than and anything else. Than really. anything Their else. Whole yeah. Podcast is about twins. How you deal with life as a twin? How do yeah. people deal with you like, as a twin? One of the podcasts was like mental health and how like you deal with mental health being a twin and right. or how that can, having a twin can help you with your mental health and right. a lot of other Which things. Is very so. different than I mean, their team though. Ashley and I approach being twins like we don't approach being twins as if, as if it's our definition of who we are more. Yeah, right. it's right. more just like an aspect of who we are and like our friendship is not just because I mean it's we're twins but we have a friendship not just because we're twins but because we. You dig each other. You like each other. Exactly. I I mean, it's like, it's like, I felt like when I listened to them, to the, what what are their names again? Victoria and Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah. Victoria and Vanessa. Like, I felt like they are so sort of defined by the fact that they're twins, but they also kind of live a life that is so intersected that everything is sort of like our perspective is this and our perspective is that. And when we do this and when we do that, there was, I didn't feel a lot of sort of individual 
kind of life living, but they're also, I think, what are they like? They're, they're very, they're like 20 something, right? Yeah. So, um, but so that they may develop that they may not. I mean, you know, I, I had a lot of twins in my life when I was growing up and some of them were super, super close. Some of them couldn't stand each other. Mm-hmm. And some of yeah. them, they were, and I mean, you guys remember you had some twin friends like that too, but it's weird because some of those kids were twins and you would never have known that. Yeah. But so you guys have a really cool balance, a really um, interesting balance in that being twins, being identical twins, people say, well, what's it like to be a twin? That's like asking me what it's like to give birth to twins. I don't know because it's all I've ever done. Like it's all I've known. Right. So yeah. what's it like to have twins first? It is what it is. What's it like to be twins? You guys don't know. All you know is what it's like to be you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, all of that to say that when I was navigating the waters as a single parent with the four of you, I was basically producing it. I was producing our lives. You know what I mean? And so it was a very natural progression to work with all the different personalities and sort of sort of all the different kinds of, because just because you guys are siblings, you don't all have the same brain, the same mind. You don't all think exactly like even the two of you don't, you know? So yeah. it's learning how to sort of navigate those waters. But um, anyway, I was just, that was just a weird thing for me to think it was such a natural progression and it surprised me, but it shouldn't have because I think I had a lot of years of practice, you know? Yeah. And I think I've enjoyed doing the production part of this because that's always sort of been my lane. Like, Amber's- yeah, that's like, it's always been Ashley. So if you know people that know our mother, if you kind of like look at like what her strengths are and stuff, Ash and I think literally split some of them. Like it's Ashley so- has mom's like more technical side and very much more type A. I'm a little, I'm a lot more laid back for things. I kind of just like, yeah. I really go with the flow. And she sort of leans more towards like the performance aspect yeah. of it and stuff like that. But, and I definitely. But it's weird because honestly, from my perspective, you guys, I, Mitchell and I talk about this all the time, your, your stepfather. We talk about the, that you guys are like, if you could like sort of mush you together and then sprinkle Christian on top, that's me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because I do have a very sort of, um, introverted, um, sort of, um, quieter side when I'm just in my regular life, I'm not like, you know, like running around sort of trying to be, um, the center of the moment. But when I need to be that, I can be that very naturally and very easily. So people who meet me in that space think I am type A all, you know, and I'm so not like, I'm not. And, and I think for me, um, and I think Amber, well, maybe both are like this. I need, some like alone, like me moments, right? I need something that's just not about anything, but just, I need, like sometimes your brother will go literally go outside and sit in the car. Yeah. (laughs) That is because of the autism. But part of it is because we're renovating a house and there's like a lot going on and the dog and and he's just like, I need like, yeah. If you guys are looking at the background on our YouTube channel, like you can't really see my mom's background, but we spent an immense amount of time trying to figure out where to put mom in the house this morning so it didn't look like it was renovations in the background, but they are renovations. Kind the of house. does. Like though. Papa Mitch flips houses, so they like <laughs> they 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 spend time like in homes that they are flipping for a few years or whatever. So they're currently in a house that they're flipping right now. Yeah. So mom was like trying to find a corner or whatever that like where there wasn't there like wasn't too distracting in the back scaffolding and freaking yeah. you know <laughs> motor saws or motor saws everywhere and pieces of flooring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I agree with what you said about like having to have some like, because I feel like of the two of us, I'm the more introvert, introverted one. And Amber is definitely the more extroverted one. I think when yeah. we come together, yeah. we are extroverted as a group. But I think that's because like, 
Amber brings that out of me, like when we're together. So, yeah. I, but I totally understand, like, especially like right now where we're like literally stuck in the house. Like I have to like spend, and I need a little bit, that's like my personal, like, uh, like filling time or I'm filling my yeah. own cup. It's, I have to be with nobody asking me, mom, can you get me apple juice? Babe, did you set this? Did you, is the laundry done? Did you, yeah. whatever, like nobody's asking me 45 questions yeah. for like, 30 minutes. Cause if you ask me a question on 30 minutes, it's, I, I feel like I've had no rest. Like you've ruined my 30 minutes of relaxation. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I just need to like, need just finding yeah. that balance of like, sometimes I just need just like the, I just need some, like some quiet and some, something mind numbing to do something that doesn't require me to like engage any emotion or any like, right. like I would watch friends because I've seen it so many times. I'm not trying to follow the story. Like, I know the storyline. I just, sometimes I just need to do something that just, like, shuts my mind down. I'm not thinking about whatever craziness that's going on in life, in the world, or whatever. And so I yeah. just, like, then there's sometimes I want to watch something that's, like, high emotion. Like, The Good Doctor. Or This, this is, is Us. us. Oh, <laughs> this is uh, Us. Yeah. That's something. Ashley and Mom don't like any, any, any like, shows or. It's not that, that I don't like it. It's that I have to be. I have to be in an, a certain emotional state to deal with something that's going to make me cry do you once remember, a week. Do you remember when you guys like, mom, you should watch Parenthood because like, um, because what's your name? Uh, the woman Lauren, who plays Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham has like an autistic son and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So good. Such a good show. Yes. I don't think you watch Lauren Graham's autistic actor kid play an autistic kid. Cause do you watch the good doctor? Well, I have. Okay. Do you, I, I don't I just, know. I don't hate it. And like New Amsterdam and some of those other so, sort of like tear jerky, emotionally kind of digging around in your souls shows. Well, specifically the good doctor because he's an autistic doctor. I but, mean, I have watched that show. One of the reasons that I enjoyed that show is because I just, he's such a spectacular actor anyway. Oh, like I've been a fan of Freddie Highmore since he was uh, Neverland. Do you know? He's he, also August Rush. Wasn't that in August Rush? He's good? he's amazing. He's just so, yeah. amazing. But I'm also kind of what's the word for people who are sort of into all things British? Like I love British television. I love British film. Anglophile. Film. Anglophile. What is it? An anglophile. Is that? Is, I've, yeah, I've I think that's what it's called. I, what do you mean? Par- Paris says it on on because she starts dating that old guy on yeah. Gilmore Girls, and she say, "I'm such the anglophile," because he has a British accent. I mean, I really Gilmore honestly Girls, like. I watch Acorn TV and I like watch, you know, my favorite things are like um, Keeping Faith, which is a show you probably never heard of, you know, and, and Murdoch Mysteries and things like that. And, and things like, uh, like, what's that show you like? The, I mean, there's lots of them. No, what was the one that Downton everybody, Abbey? Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. I need to see Downton Abbey. Amber, I haven't seen a single episode. Mother, it's so good. I know. Is it that I tried to watch it. I promise you, I did. I even, I did the whole thing. Like I was, I was trying to just like, okay, Amber likes this. It's British. So <laughs> it just didn't, it didn't do it for me. I, I, I'm not saying it's not amazing. I just didn't, I didn't, it didn't grab me, it's, but. It has um, a very simple story. It's not like, it's nothing earth shattering occurs. Nothing like really. Um, scandalous. Nothing scandalous. Nothing that really like, um, no real cliffhangers that are just like, oh, yeah, but. It's not the blacklist or anything. No. Like oh, oh. oh how about blacklist. like, do I have bags under my eyes? Cause I was completely binge watching the blacklist. Last night. It's back now. You know, it's back right now. Uh, 
seven. I bought the whole season on Amazon so I wouldn't have to wait. Wait, the whole season is up? The whole season. Watch it all. I didn't know they did that. They released it before it aired? I have three episodes left on Amazon. Oh, my gosh. You did it. Come on, Twin. I didn't know. I watched on Hulu as it comes. I don't watch The Blacklist. I don't. Ashley watched everything like Snapped and... Okay, to be fair, I haven't, pound life I haven't been watching Snapped, but my 600-pound life is my show. I love that show. Derek yes, cannot watch it with me. You do love that show. You like stuff like, like Snapped. Like, I, I think I need for you girls to stop watching Snapped. <laughs> it really I don't. I don't watch. Okay, so the one that I really like, though, which I know this is going to sound probably, I don't know if it's going to sound worse Snapped or better. Killer Couples. No, I like Killer Couples. What? <laughs> <laughs> That is a good show. You know, you know what though? You know what's funny about this? One of the Maori twins is super into like killer couples and snapped, and she loves all those like shows like that. I can't remember which one it is, but she was being interviewed on Jimmy Fox. Mara's into Game of Thrones. Okay, so okay, so she was on Daily Pop, and they were sort of trying to find out kind of what is your not Achilles' heel, but what's your like guilty pleasure? And they're so good. They're just such good. I hate to call them girls, but, you know, they're just such good girls. And so she was like, I'm so boring. Like, I'm sorry. I'm boring. She said, but I do like to watch Killer Couples. Such a good show. (laughs) And I do like to watch Snapped. And I'm just sort of into that kind of weird stuff. She goes, I love those sort of true crime weird. Like, she's all into it. So, I mean, that's specifically watch. But I specifically like the format of that series of shows because there are some shows like I don't like to watch Dateline or like that oh, kind of yeah. stuff. I, yeah, it's yeah, specifically yeah. the format of it because it's like reading a murder mystery. They like set it up so you're reading a murder mystery. And it sucks that it's like real people, but like right. <laughs> it's like reading a right. murder mystery. So you're like you start from the beginning like you kind of – okay. You kind of know if you know a format of a television show, you right. can pick out the person that's the murderer in the right. first 10 seconds. Right. But the way they set it up is so like, did they do it? Did they not? There's always like some crazy scandal halfway in the middle where like the, somebody comes out of the woodwork and like it's been 20 years and they. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's, like crazy. it's like a psychological thriller. Yeah, it's it's and great. So I'm, but the, I mean, I write psychological thrillers. Like I love them. I love all that sort of mind bending craziness. But when it's real people, it's just like yeah, it, it hurts me a little more when it's real. People. Yeah, but the thing about Snapped is because okay, there actually was an episode like. I think it was last year where it was about a woman who specifically said in court that she watches Snapped, so she thought she'd get away with it. Oh, that's <laughs> And they did a Snapped episode about her. And, and, and the, the Is that judge, endorsement you never want. Yeah. But the, but the judge was like, but if you watch the show, then you know the people in these this show always get caught, right? Oh, I love him. Did he but really? I, say that? They, yeah, they. It was a female judge, actually, but just, oh, like they always get caught. like they go to jail for lo- and snap plays <laughs> no games. These people, everybody is in jail forever. Like the minimum sentence I think somebody has gotten is 15 years and the max most people get life or depending on the state, they get the death penalty. But like, no, they play no games. Like it is never a thing where like they got off in the end. No, these people. Yeah, but. But actually, is this the show where people, like, kill people because they were ugly to them for a long time and they just yeah. snap? No, no. Okay. So kind of. Maybe the first okay. seasons, but this, they've adapted it more to, like, other murders and other reasons why, not just, oh. like, but Killer Couples oh, okay. is just, like, Killer Couples is straight just 
usually two people, they get in some weird sexual affair with each other and then they they go off and kill somebody. But there have been some twins on on killer couples. They had killer siblings. That was no. Like Menendez type. Yes, yes. Actually, I think that's why they started doing it because of the the Menendez brothers. Because I know way too much about this stuff, but because of the Menendez brothers, that's why I think that's why they started Killer Siblings, and that was crazy. Because these they had two brothers, and they were like picked on in school. Right. They like all this stuff, and then they just it was crazy. Anyways, it was crazy. Okay. Well, enough about enough about the Killer. (laughs) This is what we do, right? Yeah. Ever. Ashley was all like, Mom, I have to make sure we have notes because the three of us will just go down. Go on a tangent. So another another show that the three of us actually watch is Making Making the the Cut Cut that just came out. And it's on its fourth episode. Mother, did you not watch the last episode? You you were supposed to watch it last night. I watched it. I watched both of them. Okay. Okay. So what's the problem? Well, I'll I'll reserve comment. Let me hear what you say. So my thoughts so far. Wait, we need to tell the premise of the show. Oh, I'm sorry. So um, making the cut is um, Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum back together right. as, as a squad, and they um, they personally pick these fashion designers that that are they are already successful fashion designers. They are just right. not internationally known. Right. Um, they have judges on there. Um, like Naomi Campbell's a judge. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, Nicole Richie. Nicole, Nicole Richie. Um, and then some famous designer, famous Parisian. designer who's, I, whose name I can't remember. Altazara. writer. Who's the Parisian lady? Altazara. Altazara, that's her name? That's the guy. And oh. then what's the lady's name? What's the lady's name? I can't remember her name, but she was the former editor of, like, Vogue, I think. Hey, yeah. Vogue Paris, I think. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, Vogue Paris. Okay, so anyways, so they judge. Basically, these designers compete um, similar, I, I would say similar to Project Runway, but not really. They're way more brutal about this. Um, but they basically put collection put collections together. They have they actually have full days to do stuff. They actually know what their challenge is going to be the day before. So they except have time to for prep. this episode where they had seven hours. Yes. Yeah. So they gave them seven hours this last time, but mainly throughout they get a consistent amount of time. It doesn't really seem like they have a budget. I haven't heard anything about. Do yeah, they when have they a budget, mom, when they go buy like fabric, no, they can get whatever they want. Yeah, but I think they they probably since they are all successful, it probably is in their own funds. I don't think so. But I don't. They haven't. They haven't said anything about budget. No, I mean the but. show's budget is huge. Look, I mean, come on, they're going Paris, yeah. and now they're in Tokyo and whatever. Yeah. Like the budget, and the price, the price is a million dollars. Yeah, a so, million dollars. And every single piece. If you guys like this show, making the cut every week, every Friday is when the episodes come on on Amazon. They release the winners' um, items to buy on Amazon on making the cut store on Amazon. So if you guys check out the show or check out Amazon, you can buy the pieces. Hashtag not sponsored, but it's a good show. Yeah. So you can buy the pieces if you like them um, online. They have to do two pieces. They have to do one that's a shoppable um, piece, a merchandise piece that they can put on Amazon. They also do like a runway ready um, piece. Um, They've done couture so far. They did a couture competition. They did a partner competition, a collaboration competition, not just partner, collaborative competition. Um, And then this very last episode, they gave them seven hours because they were like, these people aren't aren't hungry. They don't want it. So we're going to make them one. The first episode, though, they had to sort of do their signature, whatever. Yeah. You know, signature style. And then they did what couture was next, right? Yeah. 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 My favorite so far. Okay. So one I didn't like, I, I understand that she has a clientele, but I didn't like her. Martha. Martha. I didn't like 
Which I one is Martha? Martha is the the sparkly one. She like she had she, ha- she made that things the bows the sequins. Oh no no no! I remember her. Sparkle. Yeah. Um, I thought that for her, it's super cute. Like she, I liked the way she dressed when she put that, when she tried to transfer that onto a model, even when I watched them do the clips, it looked like Barbie doll clothes. It looked like a child dressing up a Barbie doll. Well, I mean, part of her challenge though, is this is a designer who can't sew and it's not like she sort of can't sew like she really can't sew. Yeah. So she couldn't even run away with pins connected to it and thought it was fine. I mean, that's not, that's not okay. I mean, I, I do respect the fact that she didn't just, you know, send nothing down the runway. Because she was so frustrated. She, oh, that's the thing, too. They do get seamstresses, but they're not supposed to 100% rely on the seamstresses. They're there. They even say they are there to fi- finish things like put zippers on and buttons on. And the but last little thing she They are constructing the garment, but, but the designer has to be able to, A, draw a pattern, first have a vision, then yeah, draw a pattern. They know how to pin properly so they know what they're supposed to sew to what. It's like, a, to, like putting a puzzle together. What do you say? They have to leave them some sort of pack. They keep calling it something pack. They have to leave. Yeah, them it's like a something pack. I can't remember. Like a fa- tech I don't know, pack. But yeah, tech pack. So you have to know how to do that. You know, yeah. and we're talking about designers here who have brands that are, some of them are international. They're just not a household name. Right. Yeah. But they haven't sewn a button in like 15 years. Yeah. They have the people who do that for them. The yeah. German girl has said, even said she hasn't sewn but anything in 15 years, but she's great at it still. Oh, I, oh, oh, she's just What's her name? Everything. We um, have to look up the names of everybody because some of them I have. I want to call her. It's not European names. Esther. Name? Esther. Esther. Yeah. Yeah. Esther. Oh. I love her. Um, I really, really love, um, what's that? African- Megan. Megan. I really love Megan. Is she I the, is she the one you said that you thought we would like her aesthetic? Yeah, who did you think we would yes. like her? Yeah, I like. I thought you would like Megan. I really did. But I also thought you would dig Esther because she's got this real cool kind of um, sense of like strong and tough and yeah. whatever street thing. But there's a little sort of feminine femininity to it that is kind of subtle, but it's there and yeah. a sexiness to her whole vibe. Um, I dig her aesthetic just as a person because yeah. you know, Although I do think she's sort of like she's pretending that she can't sew because come on, like she's like, oh, I haven't sewn anything in 15 years. Yeah, Esther, Esther said the same thing, and I was like, "Did you switch out?" Esther, oh, oh, Esther. Esther yeah. said that, and then the thing she put out after in seven hours. hours. No, she pulled out something in two, two hours. hours remember? remember, she sent it to the seamstress, and she yeah. said she didn't yeah. like it. So right. showed something else that was banging. Well, no, and she won. It's not that she didn't like it; it's that she didn't know how to translate it in English, like what she needed in English exactly. to the seamstress, and they didn't oh. do it. Right. So they so, didn't understand. Why didn't yeah, Heidi Klum they, have a translator? But when they gave her the seven hours, and she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. She won. She, but I'm like, did you have tailors hiding in the back? That thing little was elves, like they gone to a store. But, what did you say? Little elf people sitting. Right? It was like yeah. she'd go to the store, hold it off the rack, and just said, here you go. This is what I'm presenting. It the was only I think on one note is Sabato. Oh, the Italian guy? Yeah, he's Italian. Do yes. you know what's weird, though, guys? I remember... Kim, when I was uh, when I was in high school, I remember seeing him as a model. He was a model. He was a model. He was a model. He was a huge model, a wow. really famous model. And when they showed part of his portfolio last night, I went, "Hey, that's that dude from yeah." <laughs> he was. I remember seeing him. He was 
beautiful, beautiful. And he had a beautiful son, which is why he quit. They said that. Um, did you see his little bio thing? I, did probably, you I don't know. No, I didn't fast forward. I just probably didn't. No, I, I, I remember hearing a little bit about a little bit of his bio. I mean, yeah, they showed like all his like big giant, you know, modeling tear sheets from when he was modeling for the, all the top designers in the world. But then he had a son and he just quit for his son and dedicated his whole life to his son. And then he started designing stuff. And that's, you know, I mean, he's already international, but he's yeah. not yeah. household. I, I feel like a lot of his pieces look very much the same. They have this very cape-esque drapery. drapery yeah. theme There's a lot of drama. There's the whole flowy kind of whatever thing. Yeah. Um, but, but he's a, again, another one who's like pretending he can't. sew. you know, who didn't, who I didn't like was the, the girl that said that the Jasmine, Jasmine Chong, she was like the heavier Asian girl. Um, oh, and she, yeah. what happened with that? She Why was saying she, she was on those see through. No, you could bet. You could see this girl's hoo-ha line. No, I know. What like, was what also, that? It wasn't good. No, but she was, but the part that bothered me was she was saying that she, she's a gender neutral designer. What man gender would walk down in that gender, not only gender neutral, but shape neutral. So all of her, this one dress she set down that basically looked like someone put a hole in a bag over her. No, it was not cute. I'm sorry. All sizes and all shapes. That's not true. And I was just like, no, it didn't at all. I kind of did like the drapery that she did for that green piece. But she didn't put you any know, other garments under it. So I yeah. don't understand. Why I did hate down. that. But yeah. I didn't want to see all of her, you know. Her hoo-ha and her inner. She should have lined it. There was a lot. Yeah. She ran out of time. Didn't she run? Or did I she say no, she did it on purpose. She did it on purpose. Oh. Okay. She said she yeah, wanted no. to see through. I don't. What do you guys think of the Israeli girl? Oh, God. You can't even remember her. That's not I good. do remember her because she has real thick curly hair. And she oh, has the hair. That, yeah. She's the one that they really, they actually talked to this, this last episode. Right. She did the like two piece thing. What did you think? I don't remember her pieces. I remember her. Okay. So here's my thing about that. She's, she started out sort of doing very kind of feminine and like Israeli free flowies. And now she's sort of doing the gender neutral thing, which is cool. But when she described that piece, that seven hour piece with the crop top and the little twist up skirt. Oh yeah. 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 As someone that, this is, you know, for the girl who could just, like, wear this to the office. Like, she's a yes. like, Oh, yes. I remember oh, that. Remember. It was so short the front. It was short, and it was a crop top. Like, who is wearing this to the office? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's up for? What's up for? Yeah. They're pulling out the crop tops. <laughs> I thought it was super cute, but then, he, but then the, the designer was like, She's reimagining the way women want to wear to the office. I'm like, but no one's letting you no. wear a crop top no to the office. No one's taking you seriously. You need a lawyer. You go to the office and watch it a crop top. A crop top on. You're like, first of all, how old are you? Exactly. You're a crop top. How old are you? Nope, that's not cute. Though I did love Megan's sort of crop-ish situation. But I liked it right? with the, with the side and the side and crop. Was, it fell in the perfect place. Whether you are a double zero or 120 size, whatever, it hits you right in that rib cage thing where everybody's pretty pretty cool, right? Yeah. So it's so good. And um, I didn't, honestly, I didn't love that old lady elastic band situation that was happening. That wasn't cute. Yeah, she um, was, they said it was a timing thing that she had to apparently. But you know what's funny? Naomi, I was literally about to say it and then Naomi said it and I started laughing. But then when she explained that it was kind of a, you know, upscale whatever it, i still think like i imagine like a wider band 
Do you know what I mean? That could sort of lay a little bit more flat. But I just thought that whole thing was cool. And I that shirt was everything. Like, I was all about that shirt. Yeah, Mitch, that was really cute. Mitchell didn't like the Beetlejuice dress. <laughs> I, I like Why it. did they? You liked oh, it? Oh, wait, wait. Okay, so wait, I. Wait. The remake <laughs> of her fabric? Are you talking about that dress? The stripe. The okay, stripe. The dress that he made that one. The one that won? Yeah. Yeah. It's her yeah. part because her. Because they were a team last no, week, no, and no. then they split. Oh, yes. And he used her yeah. striping fabric. Yeah. That, is, that is cheating. He basically took her silo- her style, and she even says it. He stole her her aesthetic right. and she won with the it. Only one. Everybody was saying, that's so Megan. Yeah. Like, that's a Megan-looking thing, right? But the judges thought nothing of that? Oh, Mitch. Okay, first of all, Mitchell is... My husband, your stepfather, for all of you who don't know that. Yes, and what's hilarious. Papa Mitch, if you hear us talking about it. Yeah, Papa Mitch. Right. Papa Mitch. Right. Um, and so he he watches this stuff with me, which is kind of great. But so we're watching this. As long as I watch his alien shows with him, he'll watch this with me. Oh, if I watch God. Ancient Aliens, he'll watch this. So we're watching That's this. Right. It's, yeah. So we're watching this last night. And he, he said, oh, my, that thing it looks like Beetlejuice. <laughs> I hate that dress. I hate it. And the moment it walked down the stairs, they were like, oh, oh my God. He was like, clearly I know nothing. (laughs) I can't pick beauty pageant winners. I can't pick who should win Project Runway. Clearly I know nothing about fashion. But it was, I mean, for me, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. I was going to say, for me, like, I could take Leather Guy, whatever his name, I can't remember his name, Guy Who Won. Is that Joshua? What's his name? Wait, the one who made that dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could complete. I don't know why I want to call him Michael. Like, I don't know his name. But I could totally take one of his badass jackets because he makes his, but not in leather, in vegan leather. Um, and, like, throw it over that thing and throw on some combat boots and, like, collar some sunglasses and collar done. Like, that. Yeah, I would wear it. I really would. I wouldn't wear it by myself trying to call myself elegant. Like, for me, that's, like, a fun, funky, like, thing you put under, like, a really cool jacket with, like, maybe, you know, whatever. You're not wearing that, like, with, you know, hoda swap pumps and, like, you know, going to an evening affair. No, you're you're hanging out in New York City. Right. Like, you're walking down the street in Manhattan and you're looking cute and funky. When we can do that again. Yes. It didn't jump out and, like, I didn't just love it. But, Amber, you were going to say something about it, so you kind of dug it, right? Um, I mean, I, I, no, I did, but I didn't, I didn't love it. I feel like it didn't, it, it didn't disgust me. What disgusted me was that sequin dress with the freaking straps on it and the thing and this, then the short, this long sleeve thing under it. No, 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 it was a sequin long sleeve with a floral dress over it. Was that a dress? I thought it was a jumper. I thought it was a romp- jumper. Okay. Was a romper. The jumper. That was ugly. With the sequin long sleeve thing under it. That was awful. Okay, obviously, I don't mind a little color here and there. I pretty much could wear black every day, but every now and then I'm like a splash of a, like a, a kimono or, a, or whatever, something cute. But that thing, like to me, and I don't mind things that don't match. I kind of enjoy things that don't match if they don't match in a cool way. That was but horrible. A yeah. sparkling, that sparkling tank top with that. that Farmer romper. And I couldn't decide if I was mad at the tank top or the romper. <laughs> Wait, did <laughs> I didn't know. Of those three looks, the one that offended me the least was the animal print top and the sequin yeah, skirt. I not it offended me least. Who said that? 
it wasn't that bad. Yeah, they yeah, tore that bad. They tore that apart. I was like, that's low that's, cute. Oh, that's cuter than the other two. No, when it came down, I thought, okay, that's good. It's like, what was that episode, Project Runway, recently, when Victoria put that sort of hooded sequins, like, um, jumpsuit. They hated down. that like, jumpsuit, and I think it. They said it was it. cheap. I was like, that is so cute. I like, loved it. I loved it. Cheap or not, I would wear yeah, it or not. I, I love I'm it. sorry. I did not agree with that at all. I was like, I would, I, that's cute. Because it just had this cool, I didn't love that jacket over it, but I, but I did like, um, I did like the jumper. I'm like, what, what's the, the brown skin guy's name? The one, Troy. Troy, he was the one who just, who thought that he wanted it specifically to mismatch. He said he wanted it to be mismatched. Yeah. Well, did he want that ugly, I'm sorry. Did he want that horrible jacket over that horrible big balloon skirt? <laughs> that was terrible. I, I mean, honestly, none of them. Okay, there's one. Mick, so mismatch, mix and match, mismatch patterns? Mismatched, right? Is that right? Mismatch yeah, patterns? Mismatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mismatch patterns is fine. But right. one, if you're going to do a collection, the mismatching needs to match itself. They use, yes, like, but it can't be too matchy. No, but they use, like, yeah, because, okay, uh, they called it the Count Dra- I, the Dracula. I liked the Dracula 3 that they called listen, it. The Count Dracula with the red and black. So I, I was like, Heidi, you, she needs to stop. That's too much. people. It's supposed to match. so awful. And I'm going to be real. I don't want to, like, you know, go off on anybody's, like, $10,000 T-shirt dress or whatever. But I wasn't in love with what Heidi had on. I don't know what Heidi had on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that green thing was okay. It's not like, ooh, let me go grab that. You know? Yeah. And I, so I think Naomi it's Campbell is bringing all the stuff, though. All of her outfits are okay. fly. Huh? Say that again? Naomi Campbell, her freaking, oh. the, the Afro-American, Afro-inspired shoulders with the, the cup. I was like, I all I was here for it, all of it. I don't remember if it was a dress. She was sitting down. But Naomi, I like Naomi just makes me laugh so hard because you guys remember, like, I, Naomi is my contemporary, right? Yeah. So I remember when she first hit, you know, became a supermodel. It was such a big deal. Now, there have been other models who had been, you know, like before her, the Beverly Johnsons and people like that. But when Naomi hit the runway, first of all, she's 5'6". Oh, she's really? Short? Yes. Yes, which is for modeling, and but she's got legs from here to like you know New Zealand, and she's gorgeous, and she had a muscular frame even though she was thin. She had these legs and that skin, and and when that diva hit the hit the catwalk, I was like, because up to that time, that you know girls who look like that weren't walking, and then sort of Tyra came in, it was the whole thing. My point is, Naomi's never sort of been the person that you go, oh, she's so sweet. No. no, she's Nigerian. Nice. She's Nigerian, but, right? Wait, yeah. Where uh, is she from? She's British. She's British. Yeah, I think she's British and something. I, like I she, she may be Nigerian. Nigerian. I thought she might be. I don't remember. I'm, I'm sure I should know that, but I don't remember. Look it up. But what I was going to say was, so I didn't come to the party expecting Naomi to be like, you know, nice to people. But what I do respect when she loves something, she really. Love like she and she's not she's attacking she's going after things like she's Jamaican born and she's but she's from the UK Jamaican I knew it was Jamaican and from the UK that's what okay but when you when you when she's she's talking about craftsmanship craftsmanship you know she's talking about quality she's talking about respecting the idea of couture as a designer that like out in the regular world people don't care about that but when you're calling yourself a designer 
it's it's kind of like being a person who's a musician, but you have no respect for like anything other than what Your you're genre. doing at the moment. Yeah. Right. It's like a have, country artist that doesn't respect Metallica or, or like, yeah. And I always, I always use Justin Timberlake as the, as the kind of example because he's so musically diverse, you know, and, and as a designer, if you don't know how to put something couture on the runway, I don't care if you make t-shirts and jeans for a living, this, put some, put a couture. And she said that, you know, she was like, I don't care what your aesthetic is. Put your aesthetic into couture and don't disrespect it. Um, but all of that to say, but when she hates something, man, she's like, she she came so hard last night. I had to fast forward it because I was like, dude, I can't, I can't. Like when Troy yeah. stood up there, I was like, oh, they're gonna come for him. I can't even watch this. I feel because, bad for him. But is he? He must be really amazing and just hasn't been able to bring it because why, was, or he thinks he is. Why was his partner so? Why was his partner so like yeah, in love? This is what I'm saying. Him. Remember, Heidi and Tim picked them. So he must be amazing. Maybe this just isn't his. Do you know what I mean? Maybe this is in awe. Like Jesus was standing next to him, or no, his partner. Like, yeah, Jesus. or his, Please, or he was married to him. One or the other. I mean, it was like, don't send him. Like, send me home. Don't send him home. You know. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I will tell you who um, besides Megan and Esther that I just love. I, I like the elegance of Sabato, but he's kind of one note at this point for me. Um, if you don't mind a little segue, though, I did kind of want to talk about the show itself. Yeah. Because I, you know, like I'm I'm all like the Project Runway and the like I love the Project Runway All-Stars and Project Runway Junior, which they should bring back, by the way. Love that. That was such a great thing. Um, and so I was very excited for Next in Fashion. You know, I loved it. I literally binge watched it because it was just I had so much fun watching it. Um, this one is weird for me, guys. I don't know really? why. It's a lot it's more like, serious and it's not as lighthearted and like soft as the other I ones, I feel like. No, there's it's no not. comedic relief. And Heidi and Tim try to be, but no one cares about seeing Heidi Klum and see Fett. You just, I think the thing is in Project Runway, Tim and Heidi, you're getting in doses. Yeah. You get them at the beginning, they're sprinkled through, and then you get them at the end. This is like they're carrying the show. The whole time would not stop talking about how annoying Tim Gunn's voice was. Yeah. I, he was like, I, I cannot sit here and listen to his voice any longer. I like, am a fan. Like, I like Tim Gunn. I really do. I just think he's a lovely man and his whole, but again, in doses, right? This yeah. is a lot. I think they should have. The other thing I, that I don't appreciate about it is I don't appreciate, I don't love the fact that they know these designers so well already. You can do not tell me that your your judging of their piece is not influenced by whether or not you like them personally. Yeah. It totally is. And the fact that they're standing in front of the firing squad, <laughs> like that's so and it, it, just the way Heidi goes, and a conversation could change could change everything. Have you changed your mind? No. Have you changed your mind? Mm-mm. <laughs> like, I know. I mean, I love the scenery and the million dollars and we're going to Paris and we're going to Tokyo. And yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Right. I love it. But it just I, when I watch Next in Fashion, it just grabbed me, you guys. Like I was all in. It was just I was like, this is so much oh, fun. It's just so hilarious. I mean, he's so great. And he's so genuine. You know, um, I don't, I don't feel- know. I, I like I kind of like the cutthroatness of making the cut because I feel like that's closer to. 
I mean, we've all three of us have been in an audition room. Yeah. I imagine if you're a designer and you're trying to pitch your project to somebody, that's what they're going to be like. They're going to be like, no, or they're going to be like, yes, that's amazing. They're not going to be in, in the middle. They're just going to be like, yeah, no, go away. No, yeah, you're right. Yep, and they're going to do it publicly. I, I, I can't talk about this yet, but um, there's a, a situation that I we've been talking about. And one of the things that I appreciate about this show is I love the fact that they a don't have a budget, so they can they can get what they really need. They're not yeah, okay. You've yeah. got twenty seven cents, and this is due <laughs> by tomorrow, and yeah, you yeah. need to make three looks. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I love just get what you need. Do it because that's also the real world, right? Yeah. If you're uh, so, I love that, and and so there's like, but I w- I would appreciate a show where they were truly be ju- being judged blind and not pretend blind. Because yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. After episode two, Project Runway isn't blind anymore. Right. You know whose stuff is going down the runway. You know, I love the fact that But they need to, though. I feel like part of them saying that they're judging blind is they want them to, like, make want them to know who they are just based on their work and not based on... Like, if I see... Oh, yeah. um, Yeah. So if I see, like, a Betsy Johnson bag, I know it's a Betsy Johnson bag. Because I know I don't have to see Betsy Johnson standing there holding a Betsy Johnson bag for me to no, know. Right, Betsy right. So that's kind of what they're wanting is for people to establish like their aesthetic and people to know their brand without seeing their face because mo- design you don't see a designer's face. And to that same point, we were just talking about uh, uh, what's his name that sent down the Beetlejuice dress. If I had seen it, I would have thought it was Megan's. Yeah. You know what? And that's a great point. And that's a great point. And I, I, I mean, I guess I just think it's kind of like on a, in a show where you're judging people, it's kind of like that, that whole thing. Like I get from making the cut though, because this is big. Like the designer has to, you know, be okay. They have to be awesome. They have to be yeah. somebody you want to work with and nobody, you know, even if they are bats and crackers or whatever, like they still need to be someone that they trust to run a business yeah. right? to have that. So I get that. Right. But I guess, I, I can tell, like, there were some people like, what was his name, Sebastian? No. What was his name on Project Runway? Sebastian won Project Runway. No, he didn't. That was uh, one Project Runway with Sebastian. No, the other guy won. The guy Jeff the, Free. Yeah, he won. Oh, this time. I'm sorry. Last time on Project Runway, Sebastian was to one. Who won this time? Jeff who Free. The, Jeff Free. Who was the guy that that was not nice, really not nice this Sergio. time? In Black- Sergio. Yeah. Sergio, there's no way after like three seconds of listening to them talk that you're not going, <laughs> I don't care what you put down the runway, ew. I, yeah, Nina, that's how I think Nina Garcia was. I think I think while. Elaine got there too when he was like, oh yeah, this is like back in the good old days when, when everybody. <laughs> when America was great America again. Was great oh again. man. Oh, dude, like, you are uh, not like, oh. Chavez, hello? Like really? <laughs> anyway, it's all good. So, I, okay, so we, we have to we gotta move to our second. Yeah, we got to move to our <laughs> No, we have to move to, yeah, did you see, did you hear? Yeah. So. Already? Yeah. yeah already? Already. Mother. We're 47 no minutes. No way! I know. I know. We got to move on. That's what I said. We need an outline. Okay, so. Maybe, maybe um, guys, seriously, maybe this one should be a part one, part two. Okay, Mother, what was your did you see? Oh, do it. Okay. And why I got to pull it up. Okay. You got to go do your deal. I can pull it up. You go. Mine's the last. Okay. I have a couple of like really small ones that are kind of funny. Um, one of them is, have you seen the magnetic lashes? I have tried them. Yeah. 
you, for sure. You tried the magnetic lashes? Where Derek you put the eye, some for me. Where you put the yeah. eyeliner on and then you just like cut. Oh, no, oh, no, no. no, no. Okay. I, haven't done, I haven't done the ones with the eyeliner that you use. Kim Kardashian is promoting these lashes where you, it has an eyeliner that mag- has some kind of magnetic in it. You put, you just put an, a line of eyeliner on like you would normally yep. put your eyeliner on. And then the, the lashes just connect, just like clip onto your, not clip on, but connect to your face. Perfect. Yeah, no, I, I see where the line is. Yeah. I was like, this would make, this would save my life. So they're like, do you ever spend hours putting on? Yes, not hours, but it takes a long time. And I always feel like my lashes are just slightly wonky because I put the line in after I put the lashes on, obviously. So I, yeah, so I, I thought they were super cool. I know that's a weird one, but I thought that was super cool when I saw it. Okay. So mine was, um, that Lindsay Lohan has a new single. Yes. Lindsay Lohan. Right. I haven't heard it. Is it good? It's it's not bad. I mean, it goes great with the music that's out right now. Does it? You know, it's a okay. music that... What does that mean? Do you dig it or not? Do you like it or no? It's fine. I'm sure when I turn <laughs> it on the radio... I'm sure when you turn it on the radio, it's it just sounds like all the music that it sounds like right now. It sounds like... It sounds like she got produced by somebody that produced Dua Lipa or oh, Halsey okay. or like that's what it sounds like. Okay. So it's... It fits with the music. It's not a bad song. It's just not like groundbreaking or anything. Yeah, it's not like it's not like I don't hear it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you've changed my life. I'm just like, oh, cool. It's like a basic song. Um, yeah. And happier things in life. Uh, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom are expecting a girl. They're having a girl. Yeah, Isn't that exciting. I yeah, know. I was like, oh, the babies are still being born, and I know I hit my mic. Babies are still being born, and the world isn't burning down. I was. Really I've had a few friends positive. that have given birth through all of this stuff right now, and it's kind of they. Oh, I mean, not, giving no. birth during Zika was like stressful for me, even though like it didn't affect me, but it could have. I feel like I was in the vicinity of it, based and especially with Blake traveling to and from Florida while we were pregnant. Like while I was, well, I say we were pregnant, but I guess we were. I was pregnant, but um, him traveling to and from Puerto Rico, so that was like a thing that was like making giving me some anxiety when I was pregnant and I had to get tested for it and had to wait the two weeks for them to give me. You know, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I couldn't imagine being pregnant now. Like, yeah. What's okay. Your a weird segue, but like you were just talking about lashes and your lashes are just like giving me life right now. <laughs> Thank you. I was not happy with the way my lashes looked last week. So I was, no, Oh my gosh. Scared. I was wanting them to be okay. So what's yours mom? Yeah. What's yours? Okay. So this is, this is the segue about like how people are still living their lives and things are still happening. So, okay. You got to just excuse the fact that I have to look away for a second. Okay. Cause I have to read it. Okay. okay. All right. So this was sent to me by, Oh, you guys remember Miss Deb, uh, Deb, uh, Deb Wilson. The, Deb Wilson. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 So she and I have become, I mean, we still, I love her. I just, I love her. So anyway, she was, we were sending things back and forth. So she sent this to me like two days ago, I think it was. And I mean, I already posted it on Instagram, but I just think it's so cool and kind of awesome. So uh, it is a poem that was written um, in 1869 and it was yeah. reprinted during the 1919 pandemic. You know what that was? Spanish flu. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So That's check great. this out. It was written by Kathleen O'Mara in 1869. It says, and people stayed at home. And read books and listened and they rested and did exercises and made art and played and learned new ways of being and stopped and listened more deeply. Someone meditated. Someone prayed. Someone met their shadow and people began to think differently and people healed. And in the absence of people who lived in ignorant ways, dangerous, meaningless and heartless, the earth also began to heal. 
And when the danger ended and people found themselves, they grieved for the dead and made new choices and dreamed of new visions and created new ways of living and completely healed the earth just as they were healed. It was reprinted during Spanish flu uh, pandemic in 1919. I actually, so if you guys go to my Instagram story, I actually reposted this on the, well, actually by the time you hear this, it won't be there anymore. So maybe we'll post it on the actual Twin Life podcast page. Um, But if you go to it um, and um, actually if you swipe over and you go to the section of of posts that uh, we've been tagged in, you should see it on there because I I actually reposted it from you, mom, when I read it. Yeah. I think it was so cool because like I know everybody's kind of like I the silver lining like I don't really see it and I kind of see like I kind of see it like I feel like when people go outside it's going to be like emerging from hibernation sort of like you're going to go outside and be like oh my gosh like you're gonna I feel like people are going to feel if you're not feeling anxiety right now like if you are if you are on the front lines if you're a doctor if you're a nurse if you're a or a person employee or, or, a truck or, or a garbage truck per, uh, garbage truck employee or a postal employee or one of those employees, like you're not really resting right now. But the, I would say the majority of the world is resting. 80% of the United States is on. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I would hope that people are taking this time if you to rest, even though you have people that are working from home still, like Derek's still working from home. But to be real, like when you're at – Blake is still working from home. He does three freaking videos, three Skype videos. But, but that is not that is not you can, no, I don't not know what same, you say though. it is not the same as waking your butt up at 5 a.m going driving to the gym to, going to get your coffee going getting taking a shower at the gym going to work this is like normal people yeah driving to the office and or if you're a stay-at-home mom or your kid or you work during the day and then you drive your kids to soccer then then basketball then dance then whatever it's not the same so no, i just think it's a good thing yeah it's not the same it's weird because i primarily work from home except when i'm traveling i think i spent in fact, I know I spent more time in L.A. last year than I did here. Um, yeah. And then the last half of the year I was in New York. So I did a lot of that, you know. But I primarily, even when I'm there, I go to the offices at Warner Brothers because I have a little a space there that I work out of. But I don't. Um, but still, it's a lot of what I'm doing here, you know, this. But when this but knowing that I can't. As yeah. a whole different energy, because I'm up early we're, we're at the gym we hit the gym we stop we grab coffee we do our little time together and then we come back home and I'm, I'm hitting it because I work with I work on, with people on both coasts and since I'm in the middle I gotta be up and at them for the people in New York and then sort of kind of ready for it to go longer for the people in LA uh, yeah. and, and 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 it but but knowing that I just I can't get up and go to the gym I can't get up and run out and grab my whatever that has added a weird kind of um, energy to it for me because I am the opposite of agoraphobic and I'm somebody who needs to like get out and get some yeah. sun and get some air and whatever. Um, but I think we were talking before about kind of, um, oh, I'm probably jumping topics here about like shaming people. Oh yeah, we haven't gotten there. So let me do mine and we can go there, mom. Okay. Good, good okay. segue. Okay. So my, my, I had a, I, like I said, I had like a kind of a lighthearted one because I was just giving crap on that. I'm lighthearted. Did you see these? But yeah, I have my, um, mine that I saw was an article. It's, it's been on a couple different websites. Um, the article that I'm going to put in our show notes and in our, um, what's, what's the other one called? Description box. Description box. Yes. On, on, on YouTube. YouTube. Description um, box. It's going to be linked to insider.com. And it's an article written by, uh, written about this, um, this influencer. And her name is Ariel Charmas. C-H-A-R-M-A-S. Mother, do you know how to pronounce that? Charmas? Charmas? Maybe. I don't know. But um, her name is Ariel. I'll just call her Ariel. 
Um, and she is, um, she's a designer um, and an influencer. And she basically just got run through social media because she got. You mean they came for her? They came for her, like sending her death threats and stuff. She's got two no, kids and a husband. Stop. She lives in New York. She lives in New York City. She's a designer and influencer. I said that. Um, she got diagnosed with COVID-19. She posted it on her social that she was diagnosed and that she hasn't been feeling well and that her, basically all four of her, her the people in her family, her husband, her two kids, her their daughters, and herself haven't been feeling well. She got tested and was diagnosed. Well, people were giving, giving her a whole bunch of flack because... She was, they said she was bragging about the fact that she had the ability to get tested quickly because she has money. And a lot of people, and she was saying like, you know, I'm great in her post. And this one, I don't understand why people came for her in her post. She literally says, I am grateful that I am able to get tested because I know so many people aren't able to get tested. And I want people, we need to like shine light on the fact that people still need to be able to get tested and it shouldn't be difficult for people to get tested. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Long post. The other thing that people said was that she, a couple weeks later, she was then on her TikTok, um, she was posting TikToks of her traveling from New York to the Hamptons, to their house in the Hamptons. They were giving her crap because they were like, well, you just posted that you were diagnosed with COVID and then you're moving. You should be quarantined. She, and she was like, I was, she quarantined for two weeks like she was supposed to. Um, and then they went to the Hamptons. They spoke with their, they have one neighbor in the Hamptons. So literally, there's probably nowhere, no better place for her to be with yeah. her family than away from the city of New York. Yeah. And she said, we did not stop. We literally got in the car, drove straight there. We had spoken to our neighbors and told them aware, like, the situation, followed the six feet, you know, rules. Like, we haven't left our house in the Hamptons since we got here. And people came for her. And I, I, I spent an hour last night digging through this girl's social media, trying to understand why people were so angry with her. And I was, I couldn't. And they were saying she was I know why. lighthearted and all this stuff. So my question is, do you think that she was wrong, one, for flaunting, quote unquote, the fact that she had the ability to get tested? And do you think that she should have made it, I don't know, maybe like made it less, less public, public that yeah. she was able to Ashley, go from New go, York to the Hamptons? You go first because your mom has very strong opinions about this. Okay, so I honestly think that I think we just need to calm down. Like, legitimately, like, like Taylor Swift said, we need to calm down. Like this girl, it's not like she, it would be different if she was posting herself in places that were legally not allowed to go or I'm I'm sorry, socially not allowed to go. Like you're going to the grocery store and you and and you and some, like the kids on TikTok who are, who were licking the sucker and then passing it to the person behind him and licking the same sucker. I'm not talking about. First of all, that's shameful regardless because it's gross regardless you, whether or not it's gross. There's other things you can – or the guy that was – there was a guy I was telling you guys that was licking toilet bowls and gross. posting it on TikTok. That is the kind of stuff that I'm like, yes, there should be shame on you just in general, not particularly because of we're going through a pandemic because that's you can gross. get – if you lick a toilet bowl, you can get some type of sexually transmitted disease. You could get any other kind of sickness. You could – Anything from licking a toilet bowl. Yeah. You could get hepatitis. Hepatitis. <laughs> hepatitis. You could get E. coli poisoning. Yeah. All kinds of things. All kinds of things that like <laughs> that you can get in a daily basis from touching a handrail or from doing that. So for these people, for, for this specific person, and I think this this will answer the question because I was like, why are some celebrities like you didn't hear from them on social media for like two weeks? Probably because Pink. they were, for example, 
Probably not here for her for two weeks because she weren't pink. She got diagnosed with COVID-19. Her and her kids. But her kids didn't get diagnosed. Oh, they didn't. She did. Her kids are fine. She said, my kids are fine. Some also super weird. It's not weird. Kids are not getting it. I know that, but that's just, I was watching the news. Blake was watching the news and he, he gives me sound bites of the news because I don't like to watch the news. Um, But he was saying, I keep hitting my mic. He was saying that, like, their scientists are trying to figure out, and this is so as I know, trying to figure out why it is that kids aren't getting sick, but adults are getting sick. Like, that's weird. And it's weirder to me even more when I hear parents. Pink has been quarantined with her children for two months now, one-on-one with her kids. She got sick. Her kids aren't even showing. Like, she said they kind of showed symptoms, sort of. But, like, probably kids stuff, like coughing or, like, allergies, allergies, stuff like that. What about her husband? I don't know. She didn't say anything about him. And I honestly haven't seen him on her social media, so maybe he got stuck in a country. I don't know. She hasn't been, like, crazy public with her social. But you really see her, like, singing yeah, at the piano with her know. kids or doing homework I with her kids on her social. I didn't know Pink got diagnosed. And yeah. I love so. That came out. She's recovered. Yeah. She got diagnosed and has been recovered okay. before she even announced anything. I have an opinion. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yes, we'd like to hear your opinion. Again? Ariel. Ariel. Okay. First or Ariel. Ariel. Beautiful name. One of you almost got named that. First of all. Um, the fact that she got diagnosed should be the part we're talking about. Yeah. The woman got diagnosed with something that could kill her. And instead of people going, Oh, that's so bad. It's so, it's so awful. Let's pray for her because she got diagnosed with something that's killing people. They're like, well, how dare she? Because you know, she's rich. So she sucks. And, it's that mentality. It's that the mentality is, especially on some of the social places. I, I mean, I'll just say it, Twitter, primarily. It's like, okay, you look like you have something that I don't have, so I hate you. Don't have yeah. a reason. Don't know you. You could be Mother yeah. Teresa's niece, and you could have like given hundred billion dollars to what? I don't care. I hate you anyway, right? So that girl could literally have gone and moved into. Like, I always hesitate, like, calling out names on your podcast because it's just so public. But yeah. she could have gone to some janky-ass hotel and lived in a $25 a night place, like, with her whole family and, like, one bed for them to split. And people still would have been mad. Yeah. Because yeah. Well, she has the ability to go and get tested or she has the ability to go to the Hamptons. It's like, you know what? How about we look at the fact that she got diagnosed and think about the fact that that is affecting her, whether whether she, you know, expires from it or heals from it or whatever. The fact is, that's, you know, you don't wake up on Thursday and go, oh, I'm so excited. I just got diagnosed with a disease that's killing people. Yeah. Like, no, no matter how you slice that, that's not fun. So, first of all, that's the thing we should have been focusing on. Secondly, that whole sort of crab in the bucket poverty mentality that is so pervasive. It's like, you don't look sad enough, so you don't care. Or you're yeah, not yeah. part like a two dollar suitcase at this or that event, so you don't care. How about if we all fall apart like a two dollar suitcase? Or if <laughs> I get down in the, in the gutter and in your draught with you, then how am I going to be help to you? Yeah. I can help. I'm digging around down there with you, right? So it doesn't mean I don't have empathy. It doesn't mean I don't have compassion. It means that because I have empathy, because I have compassion, because I'm a person who is motivated as much as I can consciously be aware to do by love, then what I want to do is I want to stop and get quiet and, okay, what is it that I can do to be blessing to the situation? And I'll tell you, this is so funny because we were like, you know, I, you know, I don't watch the news. 
you know, I don't, yeah. I, I, I can't help it now because everything's like coming into my inbox. Um, yeah. and, uh, I've been but, reading but, the news. Yeah, but I do, I, I want to be, you know, informed, but you know my <laughs> thoughts about raising awareness. When raising awareness never fixed anything. It just gave people more things to talk about and energize, which makes it bigger. And that's a whole nother podcast. We'll talk about that another time. But my point is we were in the kitchen, Mitchell and I, and we were sort of talking about kind of being inundated with the news and this new statistic and that new statistic. And this is happening, blah, 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 blah. And all of the madness. And I sort of told him, I said, you know, yeah, I'm social distancing. Of course I'm using wisdom. I'm doing all the things right. Um, but I'm primarily social distancing myself from madness from yeah. fear mongering and craziness. Right. And so as we were sort of talking about it and he was reading off the, this one, da, 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 I said, I thought to myself, Hmm, not what would Jesus do, but what would Jesus be doing right now? Like if he yeah. were here in his physical form, what would he be doing? And you guys without even, without even a thought, Mitchell didn't even look up at me. He was doing something else. He was looking at his phone. He said he'd be taking a nap. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you guys know, so you don't have to finish the story, but for your listeners, it is, that's what he was doing on the boat when there was storm and the winds and the waves. And it's not like he didn't know there was a storm, but he knew that he had authority over the storm. So for him, I don't need to stress about this storm, but because they were all, ah, wake up, don't you know, we're dying, we're going to die and all this. And his first thing was like, okay, 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 okay. First of all, where's your faith? But since you need a moment, I'm going to do my deal here, which you could have done, by the way. And I'm going to speak peace to this and I'm going to calm this so you can calm down and you can just rest a while. Right. Yeah. But in the midst of the storm, if they hadn't shaken, made him wake up, he was taking a nap. What does that mean? You just sleepwalk through life? No, it means that the anxiety ridden, fear mongering behavior that doesn't do anything but incite the problem is not the business. Yeah. Finding a way to find a place amid all of the fear and the reality of the virus and the realities of all these things, these things are not new. These things are getting so much attention because of social media. Now I lived through AIDS. I lived through SARS. I lived through whatever the one is with the six, H1 whatever. H1N1? E e yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ebola, Ebola. All things. And then all the ones that we don't even know about you guys, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it again, like that poem, it's cyclical. So what you have to decide is what you're, who you're going to be while it's happening and who you want to be on the other side of it. Because yeah. you don't have to be the same person that went in, right? You can come out better. And now I'm going to like sound like I'm, <laughs> there's a, there used to be a show that you guys, there's no way for you to remember because it was in reruns when I started watching it. It was called The Six Million Dollar Man. And, and it was about this guy that they took all these parts and they recreated this guy and turned him basically to a man robot. Better, Stronger, Faster was the opening of the show. And in my mind, that's what I think. You know, this yeah. thing came and tried to take you out. But on the other side of it, you can be better and stronger and faster. Yeah. But that's up to you. You know what I mean? So, And I think, all, I think that's a lot. Oh, go ahead. No, I'll get off my soapbox now. Oh, <laughs> um, I think that's I think that's a lot of like what people need to hear because it's like you don't. I think the issue is that. If you're not freaking out on social media, like you said, right. you must not care. And it's not right. that I don't care. It's that I don't want to feed myself with stuff that is negative all day long. I want to laugh. I want to enjoy my day. I want to have fun. And I think that's kind of where I've struggled where it's like 
I appreciate the my, the friends of mine that are posting things that make me laugh. I also yeah, appreciate sure. appreciate. Um, and this is not one of those podcasts, but I appreciate those podcasts where I listen and we are talking about people who still have normal issues going on in their life besides this. It hasn't right. completely taken over because the reality is if you're a parent, I'm still raising I'm still raising my son. I'm right. Blake and I are still potty, potty training Landon and he's doing fantastic. Exactly. Right. See, like there's so. still stuff. <laughs> and I and I sort of feel like. If you were to, if Amber was to post, like, yes, my son is pot, is potty trained, on people will be like, oh my gosh, like, do you not care about? Cr-? No, no, it's just that my be potty trained. My life still needs to continue <laughs> like, because at the end of this, Landon is going to eventually be a child that needs right. to be potty trained. So right. we can't just, we're not just going to put a pause on the on everyone's life for for two months. But However, what, it's I, like when someone passes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, sweetie. However, I think that we still need to to take a moment to maybe rest just for a little bit. Like just, just for just, that's just good anyway. Yeah. And people don't do that normally because no. they a are Sabbath. so stuck in the routine of everything they have a going Sabbath on a daily, ba- moment, daily basis. A yeah, Sabbath yeah. moment is just good anyway. It's good to do that every day, once a day, you know, and you, you guys know like meditation is the thing I've been practicing pretty much your whole life. Um, but I got in the, probably I'd say the last 10 to 12 years, I've had a, a really consistent, very powerful practice. And for me, that's not optional. You know, I used to get all kind of like some kind of way when people would say, well, you know, your faith is your crutch. I'm like, it's not my crutch. You know, it's just who I am. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yep. Okay. Yeah. It's my crutch. It, it's the thing I lean on. And what's yeah. why is that? You know, because for me, when I take that moment and sometimes I don't feel like meditating. Sometimes I, you know, especially when it's just like, ah, ah you know, happening um, and your mind starts talking to you before you even open your eyes. But I know that on the other side of it, if I go ahead and do it, I'm going to feel so much better. And even on this side, as long as I've been practicing meditation, it always feels like the first time. I never go into it feeling like I got this right. I always. But what I do know and I am assured of is when I do it on the other side of it, I will have either an answer or or some wisdom or at least some kind of settledness, some peace that will permeate the rest of my day and permeate the rest of of my life from the inside out. So then I don't see things the same. I don't I don't honestly with me, you guys, if I go two days without meditating, it's like I'm. It, it, it's I don't even know. It, it's like I'm missing fuel or something. I can feel it so quickly because when I do that, my eyes are different. And I don't mean to get all weird or whatever, but just the way I absorb life is different. How many times have you guys hit me up? Hey, mom, I need to tell you this, tell you that or whatever. And I'm like, give me one second, because I know I need to be at my best. I want to be at my best for you all the time, but I want to be at my best just so I can be that vessel all the time anyway that I know what I need so that I can hear what you're saying properly. Because if I'm not in that space, you may say something to me and I may hear it in a whole different way because it's got to filter through all my like monkey mind weirdness. But if I can have that clarity and that place of, of stability, now I can give you a better answer. I've actually said this in business. People hit me up with just like, you know, crazy stuff early. And I'm like, okay, give me like 30 minutes and I promise you I'll be smarter. <laughs> better to say to you because right now I'm not you know so anyway and it's it's kind of the same with this there's a guy named Aaron Dougherty I think his name on is his name on YouTube he's doing like this million he made I think it was actually earlier today or last night this whole big meditation live with the whole world mm-hmm. oh god guys 
people can slam social media and the internet all day long, but he can do that because of the internet and social media. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's one of the, that's one of the things that's been so good about this is because if we were in, uh, say it was, it was the nineties. Yeah. Even if it was whenever oh, when Spanish yeah, flu, okay. like yeah. people would be, first of all, this is another, this was another thing that I was thinking about when we were talking about this topic is that I think social media is the thing that's keeping people quarantined because I there's no way to, ch- there was no way before to check on people to make sure right. they were quarantining because right. now unless you had police, unless, uh, unless we, sure unless we, you know, if, you know, we have martial law, but the, the reason people are not, I hand to God, I believe this. The reason people are not going out is because mm-hmm. they don't want people to be pissed at them on Facebook and Instagram. Right. Because if you take a photo of yourself at, enjoying life at a Starbucks with your friends Oh my gosh, yeah. what are you doing? And it's like, on the one hand, yes, like you said, we need to be smart. We need to be safe. We need to make, use wisdom. We need to make um, right. wise decisions as far as like keeping our, and I personally haven't really left. Yeah, I haven't driven my car yeah. in I mean, like Blake two and, weeks. Blake and Derek have been the ones running to the store or whatever that we need. Yeah. And, and Derek's still working. He's still going out. He's still working, but we're also protecting our immune systems here at the house. Like, you know, whatever, taking vitamins. But right. to be fair, right. you need to protect your immune system Regardless, anyway, you should wash your hands. Regardless, anyway, you should not hug and shake every person's every hand. Strangers, regardless, hand. you know what I'm saying? Well, see, like you should. <laughs> I mean, you guys know me. Like I don't. I'm, I'm all with the hugs and the hey, whatever's all I'm the not time. Anyway. Strangers. However, huh? I don't hug strangers. I, mean, I don't know you. I'm not hugging you. I don't know. But you. see, but here, here's the thing about that. You guys are 100 percent on point with all that. These are not. These are common sense things. They're not telling you to go get a degree in, you know, nuclear physics. They're saying, wash your dang hands. Yeah. That's not that. Wash it's not hands, that Don't cough on people. Don't um, sneeze on people. Don't right. hang people. Which you like, shouldn't be doing anyway. You yeah. shouldn't. Right? It's gross. But I, I, you know what? When you're talking about the immune system thing, um, you know, you again, you guys know that I do the things, right? <laughs> so, yeah. But um, um, it's so funny because I haven't really changed anything. In terms of what I ingest in my body, I'm just more aware of it now because it's so sort of kind of a part of what I do all the time that I don't think about it. But I went um, when we the last time we went like grocery shopping, like where we could go and do that. I, I these little drink things and we sh- you guys should put a link to these in your show notes or whatever, because these things are spelled S-U-J-A. Um, they're called they're I think it's pronounced Suja. It might be Suya, but they, they have like an energy one and one that's an immunity one. The, I think one of you guys said you saw Taylor Swift drinking one on Instagram. It was like, it, I think it was like a, a bottle, turmeric and carrot bottle. one. Is there one of those? It's it was one, like orange. It was like ginger, turmeric. It may have carrot. I don't know, but it, it's super strong. So you're not pounding that thing. Like you're not wanting to pound it. But I have my little sort of combination of, of weirdness that I do every day. And it's that plus the zip fizz for the B12 and all that kind of stuff. And then I put apple cider vinegar in it. Um, and Mitch, which Mitch is just like mortified by, um, and I, but that's what I, but but I do, I do that because we're talking, and I also put MCT, basically coconut oil in it as well, because now we've got, you guys, that is like a blessed, beautiful bomb of, uh, antioxidants and, uh, amino acids and vitamin C and all the things that protect you, not only um, that strengthen your immune system, but also protect 
you from the free radicals in the air that are the things really destroying your immune system and especially your skin and um, and everything and internally the stuff that not to get too technical but the thing that turns your bananas brown that's free radicals and that's really what what attacks your skin and your hair and all that but you can from the inside out you can protect yourself from that now you can put on lotions and salves and whatever but more but better to you know flood your body with those aminos and um, with the vitamin C's and the things that naturally uh, protect you and strengthen your immune system. So yeah. for me, I think if you're doing that kind of stuff, then, you know, if you weren't before, pick it up. You don't have to do all yeah. the things I do, but, you know, $3, grab a bottle of apple cider vinegar and, you know, take a teaspoon or two in the morning and at night. It's not, it doesn't taste amazing, but better to do that, right? And yeah. have protected yourself than kind of be sorry about it, you know, it's it's kind of like trying to put an umbrella up in a in a thunderstorm, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, or, or put a roof on in a thunderstorm. It's like you should have put the roof on before the storm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So closing thoughts. Um, yeah, yeah. No, we can't be closing. Yeah, we are yeah, close. We got a closing. Um, I would just say that for me, I think that I I I don't think that it's okay for us to be. Uh, first of all, jumping to conclusions in general, even before this, but everybody yeah. just needs to be more. Give people a little grace. Give, yes, give people more grace. Yeah. Some everybody is processing and dealing with this, and those like a lot of for the people that are dealing with the people that have been diagnosed with COVID, or you know, there's a lots of people that haven't been diagnosed that got probably got sick in the last couple of weeks and just brushed yeah. it off and didn't know what it was. But for those people that are significantly feeling like this girl Ariel. You guys need to give them grace for processing and dealing with a situation that is right. for them is scary, is kind of scary and something that they have to deal with in process. So give people the grace to deal with it. I promise you she wasn't doing it because she just thought it was OK to infect half of New York. I think she just genuinely thought that we are feeling better. The best place for us to be is not here in the city. The best place for us to be is outside the city at our own home. Yeah. Um, and I How think did she, she was get trying to, to the get with them. Just she drove. I think they drove. I think they drove. In her own private car? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, she just drove. They drove. Her own private car. She didn't stop anywhere. She I rest my case. Yeah, yeah she, she didn't Uber. take the subway. She didn't Uber, any of that. They drove her car People with her family to New York. Traveled. People are mad because she had a place to go in the Hamptons. Yeah. They're mad because she had somewhere to go. I mean, That's Kelly Clarkson no, had mad because in she had that place to go to. Well, yeah, but Kelly Clarkson's in her on her ranch in North Dakota, which obviously we all know she shoots her show in L.A. So she had to fly to North Dakota to quarantine with her kids and her husband. People, so, love, people love her, so no matter what she did, like she can be yeah, filming Hyatt. They go, oh, Kelly's so cool, right? <laughs> because yeah. they're lovable. But people like this girl, she's I don't haven't seen her, but I have a feeling she's probably quite pretty. She's a designer. She's well off. She's all those things that make yeah. people kind of like they want to Angelina Jolie, Angelina Jolie her. You know, yeah. how dare you be thin and beautiful and rich and, like, have been married to Brad Pitt. Like, we can't stand yeah. you already. What do you think? Yeah. What are your closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I just I just piggyback on everything that you said, and I think that we should. I, I mean, I think as a – Show people grace. Yeah, I think that yeah. we just – honestly, we just need to show people grace. Show people a little bit of grace. Know that we need to be coming together as a community, not – you know, ostracizing people and yeah. maybe just going forward, like as we're going into these, what's going to be, I, I mean, according to, it's going to be another month apparently um, is as we go into this month, like, you know, people are saying like, don't try to learn a new language. Don't try to force your kids to do X, Y, and Z. But for me, like that's the kind of stuff that makes me feel productive. Like yeah. I've learned sure. like three different songs on the piano in the last two weeks because I've had so much time. I've had yeah. so much time. And to be yeah. honest, like, 
it's weird because I, I have more time and less time. I have more time now because Derek's here. So, and I'm not filling my day with stuff that I would be doing outside of the house. Yeah. So I have, I actually have more, a lot more time now. Um, yeah. Even though I do have Phoenix the majority of the day, which he, cause he's, we're always here, but I still have time to like do things for myself and whatever now. So like, I think that, yes, I think that this is the time to focus on your health and your mm-hmm. fitness and your, cause you're home, your fitness. You, you don't have the excuses. I'm at the office all day. No, you're not. Right. Yeah. Right. You're at home. So focus on positive things. Yeah. Focus on getting, being productive, taking care of yourself and giving people yep. grace in this, in this time. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, I think you want to, I think we can close on, yeah, close on that. Um, but thanks for coming, for joining us, Yay! mother. We, we literally have these conversations with our mother every morning. We have done like a conference call every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we just figured <laughs> we'd have mom on, on our podcast this week. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening to us. Please Yay. hit that bell and subscribe. Um, and make sure you hit that subscribe and hit that bell so you can, you know, know when our new podcasts come out and our new videos, um, every Wednesday, um, on YouTube and our podcast itself, um, is up on, uh, Apple podcasts and Spotify Spotify and, um, iHeartRadio and pretty much everywhere you can listen to podcasts now. So thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, and share with somebody. Oh yes. Please share. Tell somebody. Thank you for having me. Oh yes. You're you're welcome, welcome, mother. Um, people are not sharing for some reason. I guess we haven't been encouraging, but please. Share. I'm sharing. Okay. Well, good. Thank you. Thank you, mother, for sharing. <laughs> um, but and I'm, not, I'm sorry. I know you guys have to go, but I'm not sharing this podcast because you're my girls. I'm sharing this podcast because it makes me laugh. It makes me think. I can't wait till it comes on. You know, when I could still go to the gym, I'm like at the gym going, Hey. I just I tell everyone I love it so you guys are doing such a great job and I'm so obviously I'm proud of you you know but it's not just that it's really informative and it's smart and it's funny and it's just it's just a pleasure to listen to so I I have a great you know I love it so yeah thank you share share share. tell everyone awesome please share it share it to everyone okay all right guys so we will see you later Bye. bye bye